forced her eyes shut for the briefest of moments, and when they fluttered open again, it was there, the blade. She stared at it, transfixed and hardly flinched when he flicked the blade once more and cut the soft flesh beneath her left eye, a slow trickle of blood tears upon both cheeks now, crimson drops that dragged wet red streaks down her face and onto the brown leather wrapping his hand. I can cut you in other ways, in other places, he assured her, stepping close, his slim and chiseled face in intimate proximity now, half veiled in a shadow. Shall I do that? Her head shook beneath his grasp. Again, then, will there be any interruptions? She answered with another shake of her head, weak this time, resigned. He smiled, it seemed the mask of his face now showing a gleeless baring of teeth, the warning of a predator in sight of its prey. She wet herself as he pulled her away from the wall. He drew her close once again, his whole arm around her neck now, and her mouth free, and moved toward the front of the building, leaving the sacks and sorting bins behind traveling a corridor with a room on either side, packing materials, filling one and a copy machine the other, its green ready light glowing. Through a doorway next and into the cramped station behind the front counter where he had first encountered her, had handed over some change with no thought that soon they would be together again and finally out into the modest public spaces of the post office where his plans for the day had changed in an instant. To the exact spot he took her, the high table against the wall where one could affix stamps to letters, or address an envelope with the pen that was anchored to the countertop with the flimsiest of chains. Almost nine hours earlier he had done both, then dropped his readied letter into the out-of-town slot next to the table. Those tasks completed, he would have been gone from the Pembry, New York, post office those seven hours now, gone from all of zip code 12078 for seven hours now, likely never to return. Except for that glance. Innocent it was. Just the passing of his gaze really over the board above the table where notices were posted. The latest issues of interest to philatelists. Bold promises of low prices and on-time delivery of rush packages. And pictures. Yes, pictures. Photos, actually, but for one. All upon one stiff piece of paper tacked to the board. A medley of faces and that single approximation. That one very mediocre artist had rendered, if only the hack had been required to sign his work. Ten in all, all men, though those of the fairer sex had been featured in the past, because deed, not gender, was the price of admission. And the deed must be bad, very, very bad. The act, or acts, of criminals, the worst of the worst. And stamped upon the paper that bore this gallery of rogues, the very official seal of the entity that determined one's worthiness of such a low or high honor, none other than the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Look, 
he said, pressing the flat profile of her stomach to the table's edge and grabbing a bunch of hair with which he aimed her face at the offending scrap of paper. Would you mind explaining this? She gulped air, sucked it fast, and tried to understand what it was that he wanted, searching the wall and the notice board for something amiss, something that might need clarification. But she saw nothing. As hard as she tried, she saw nothing except the very, very ordinary. Explain? Explain what? He released her hair and reached past her face to rip the paper from the board, bringing it right before her eyes so there could be no mistake this time. Explain. Now. The FBI bulletin filled her field of vision, but still she had no clue as to what it was she was supposed to explain.